You're listening to a sermon originally recorded by Schweitzer United Methodist Church in Springfield, Missouri. Check us out online at sumc.co. And if this sermon blessed you, be sure to share it with someone else. Thank you so much for listening. Now, on to the message. chance to meet me. I'd love to meet you after this service. Um, My name is Krista Rosenbaum, and I am the coordinator of outreach here at Schweitzer. And so I have the privilege to, for goodness, I have the privilege this morning of talking to you about community impact. And you're in luck because this morning I had hiccups before I got here, so they are gone now, and I think that I'll be able to get through this. So um, as Bob was saying, we are going to be talking um, over the next several weeks about what makes Schweitzer Schweitzer and the characteristics that define us here. And this is a series called Be a Part of This, and we're going to be talking about community impact this morning, which is where my heart lies and where my passion is. And so we're not going to take any time for frills. We're going to get right into scripture and start talking about what God is at work and doing here. So we're going to look at 2 Corinthians 5, 18. And this is Paul talking to the church in Corinth. And he's also telling these words to us. He says, and all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us the task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he has given us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak to Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin so that we could be made right with God through Christ. God is assigning us the task of reconciling people to him. Paul is telling us not to look at the sins of people, but to look at the new life that they can put on when they become reconciled to God. We're supposed to be Christ's ambassadors to go out and do his work. When I read that, that scared the dickens out of me, I'm not going to lie. 
that I'm supposed to be God's ambassador in the world. And there's a great song that I heard the other day that said, um, God put a million doors in the world for his love to come through. And that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be those doors in the world for God's love to come through. So we have 14 different outreach ministries here, and I'd invite you to pull out your bulletin because I'm really, I'm just going to go right down the list, and I'm going to talk to you about what each one of those ministries do here. And so the very first one is Church at the Center. So Church at the Center is a service that we offer here at Schweitzer at 5 o'clock on Sunday evenings, but it's much more than a service. It is part of our outreach ministry as well. And in that service, we are taking um, the people that come there, a lot of them are in recovery. A lot of them are desperate for community and to be loved. And that's really what we are. We are one big family. And if you are eager to see God visibly at work in someone's life, I would invite you to come one Sunday night. We have the service and then we eat a meal together. But I guarantee you, you will walk away visibly being able to see God at work in somebody's life and actively transforming their life. It is amazing to see. So I invite you to be a part of that one Sunday and to come and visit. Our next ministry is the Life Change Plan. And the Life Change Plan is a one-year discipleship program that we have here that pairs individuals with mentors. And they do this one-year journey together. And as they're walking through life together, They are going through classes, but they're really diving into the Bible on a daily basis with their mentors. And you can see them transform. Out of the individuals that we have right now, some of them, within three months in the program, if you knew them at the beginning, you would not recognize them now. They have put on a whole new life in Christ. And I invite you to um, take a look at a video. We're going to be looking at a series of videos from three individuals. In fact, they call themselves the Three Musketeers because, well, we just do life together really well at Church at the Center and throughout these ministries. So I invite you to take a look at what Amber has to say about her experience in the Life Change Plan. I went to my PO and I told her I didn't know what to do. I told her I wanted to go into New Beginnings. And so she said, listen, this lady just brought me this flyer. Um, it's called the Life Change Plan. She said, I have no idea what it's about. Sounds like Chris has been hustling. Yes, Krista <laughs> is, she, she is, is hustling there. <laughs> and so my PO, my PO at the time told me here, here's her number. She got her name wrong. She was like, her name is Krista Rosenbog. So <laughs> <laughs> I called Krista and I was like, I'm looking for Krista Rosenbog. <laughs> she didn't even correct me. She was like, yeah, my name's Krista. And I was like, I need to know about your life change plan. And Krista said, okay, come into service on Sunday. So I came to Schweitzer's that next Sunday and I've been here ever since. Um, I don't know, I just feel at home. Yeah. Um, I felt loved and invited and nobody cared what my past was. Nobody cared what my outward appearance was. You know, I was seeking God and that's all they cared about. Um, I got into the life change plan because I needed something different. I knew that NA didn't work to keep me clean. <clears throat> I knew there's still something missing in my life. 
and unfortunately I'm very stubborn and it took me losing everything to turn to where I needed to go. But even in the process of losing everything, I am the happiest in my life right now that I ever have been. Because I've got a relationship with somebody who I know loves me no matter what. Yeah. Wow. See, we have a lot of fun together. We joke around a lot. And Amber has become one of my best and dearest friends. And you can see God working in her life in amazing, amazing ways. If you are interested in being a part of the Life Change Plan, um, I urge you to be a mentor. And I, and the contact information for David Freeman is on your bulletin. That's who you'd contact if this is pulling at your heart and you'd like to get involved with the Life Change Plan. The next ministry is Alpha, and it is a 12-week course that we have here on campus. And this is a class where there are no dumb questions. That's what I love about it. You get to come People from all walks of life, people that have never been to church, people that have been hurt by the church, people that have been in church their entire lives. You get to ask questions, have discussions, and form your own opinion and start figuring out what you believe to be true and what your faith looks like. In that class, we have had uh, 12, no, I'm sorry, we've had 79 participants this year go through Alpha, and I'd invite you, if you are ever been through Alpha to come back and maybe lead a table. And if you haven't been through Alpha, our next course is coming up in February. This is a great opportunity to learn some things that you may have not know about Christ and about God. There's wonderful information that we unpack in this class that I never knew. Let's take a look at what um, Wendy and Amber have to say about Alpha. What's one discussion that really stuck out in your mind? There's not really one particular one because I've not really been um, educated as a child about the Bible. I mean, I knew about the Bible. I went to church with my grandparents, but um, if you wanted to read the Bible, there it was on the shelf. So I really, I mean, I knew who Jesus was. I knew who God was, but I didn't know the fine details. Okay. And that's kind of what Alpha's done. It's kind of sharpened those fine details. It shows you what everything is. It, yeah. it, you know, it shows you why this is the path you want to walk. Um, you know, and it just it's it, it reassures that those questions, those doubts that you have in in your mind. Because I don't know for anybody else, but for me, it, it those doubts like to cloud my judgment a lot when, when mm-hmm. it comes to it. I've got tons of doubts. Yeah, <laughs> tons of them. And um, Alpha kind of helps take those away a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's one quote they keep, they constantly repeat in there, and it's from C.S. Lewis. Um, yes. And he, he constantly says, if Christianity is, is false, then you have nothing to worry about. But if it's not, you have everything to worry about. Yeah, right? that's massive. And, you know, that, that sunk in with it's me deep. because, they, yeah, it's so deep because, mm-hmm. you know, it gets to that point of, you know, why not? You might as well give this a shot. And I'm, I've tried everything else in my life to try to be happy, and I this is the only thing that's brought me true happiness. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Alpha is also part of our life change plan, so it's one of the first classes that people go through to help establishing their faith. The next one is faith and finance. 
And Faith in Finance is another 12-week course that we have here on campus. And this pairs allies up with individuals and helps them navigate the world of finance. So this helps them get back to a spending plan, helping save, maybe help pay off some debt. And it has been amazing, the fruits that I have seen come out of this class this far. Um, we're going to take a look at what Gary Casey has to say about his experience in faith and finance, and then I'm going to tell you a story about him. It really, really, really makes you look at what you're spending. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, it was way too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On stupid things. Do you yeah. find yourself questioning yourself throughout the day whether you really need that or not if you go into like a convenience store? Yes, actually going through that class has stopped me from buying a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of energy drinks. Yeah. How'd you, you figure it out? Well, I have the benefit of uh, David Freeman. <laughs> it it you dropped me a line about <laughs> oh. some energy drink spending. But you know what? I'm totally there with you. Uh, there are times, it's not energy drinks for me, it's coffee. There are times that I have coffee at home and I'm like, but I could go to Starbucks. <laughs> and I usually lose that battle every time. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we Probably got in less. the truck the other day, Amber and I did. And sure enough, we seen, what was it? Uh, Starbucks energy drink. <laughs> an energy and shot and an open We're just like, we'll drink. help you drink this, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> we each we try to help him with his problem. Yeah, sure. He just as friends. Yeah, you're there to hold him accountable <laughs> by <Yeah>. drinking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're just trying to dispose of this problem. That's right, all. yeah. yeah we're just... So I. I'd ask Gary if I could share this with you because I find it very funny. Um, Gary did not have a vehicle when he started in this program. And so he had been saving for a vehicle. Well, after faith and finance and looking at his spending and what he had been spending every week, he was able to put numbers together and realize if I quit smoking and buying cigarettes and I quit buying energy drinks, I can afford a vehicle and I can afford the insurance on it. So now he's driving around a nice new black pickup truck, um, able to get back and forth to work. And it is amazing just to see the fruits of that class paying off. And these ladies keeping him in check, too, when they see him buying energy drinks or, you know, slipping up in his spending plan. It's really amazing to see that at work. Our next ministry is Jobs for Life. And Jobs for Life um, is a program that we offer here that's eight weeks long. We had 11 graduates last Thursday. And um, out of those graduates, we actually had 27 complete the program over the last um, three classes. And this is designed to take individuals through the journey of becoming better employees. And so we t they teach them the soft skills that they need to be an employee, how to do a resume and uh, go through a job interview. But the most important part that I've seen come out of this is so many people, when they start this class, their self-worth is really low, and they don't believe that they're in themselves very much. And after this class, they're able to stand up and speak in public and tell an employer why I would be an asset to your company. And that has been amazing to see. If you're interested in participating in Jobs for Life and becoming a champion and walking through that journey with somebody, please contact Scott Warren and his information is on your bulletin. 
The next ministry we have is Coach House. Now, this is where my heart lies deeply. This is a transitional home that we have for women here on campus. It sits back behind the church back here. And we are transitioning women out of recovery houses into stable housing. So when they come into the house, they stay for three to six months. We help them be able to save and get any skills that they may need to be successful on their own in a stable home. We have had six women this year move out into stable housing. And man, we are just seeing the fruits of that environment pay off. We do life together. So I am out doing life with these ladies several times a week. Um, we go out and have fun and do different things. And so we're there for each other in the good days and the bad. And we're very much a family. And it's a wonderful environment to see. If you are interested in becoming a mentor for one of these ladies, please contact me. The next ministry is the food pantry. And many of you know that we have our food pantry here on campus. And so I didn't want to tell you a lot of stuff that you probably knew. But we are open Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday from 9 to 2 in the other building. And we serve around 3,050 people a year. So some stuff that you probably didn't know about the food pantry is we process 320,000 pounds of food from our building next door. And because we're able to do that, we are able to impact other ministries outside of the walls of Schweitzer. So we help Harmony House and Safe to Sleep, Carol Jones Recovery, Freeway Ministries, and Victory Mission. We also help supply food to other food pantries, such as Wheaton and Phillipsburg, Union Hills Nixa. If we add together all of these ministries, we are helping to feed and impact 35,000 people in a year out of our building over here. So this is really the hands and feet of Christ taking place over there. If you are interested in becoming a part of this food pantry ministry, please contact me below. We are going to probably process quite a bit more food than that this year. And so we will need people to help, help unloading bins and helping stock the shelves, help in the front of the house when we have clients come in, helping to take care of them, make them feel like they're worthy and special and loved. We need people to help them shop and people to do intake. So this is a huge ministry we have here that needs a lot of help with it. But we're impacting a lot of lives also. The next several ministries are all from Pittman, and Pittman is an elementary school that sits back here in this neighborhood, but we are doing a lot of work in Pittman. One of those ministries is All Pro Dads, and it's a group of men here at Schweitzer that meet um, once a month for breakfast, and this allows times for dads to spend one-on-one -on -one time with their children. They do activities and have discussion, and Hearing Bruce Cobb talk about this ministry, you hear what, how it is impacting these children every single meeting that they're having and getting that one-on-one -on -one time with their dad. If you're interested in that, please contact Bruce Cobb. The next one is the Good News Club. And Gail is here this morning, so I have to point her out. <laughs> so the Good News Club, I love the name because it's exactly what it is. It is sharing the good news with third, fourth, and fifth graders. And they meet after school once a week, 
And in this ministry, they're able to do like Bible lessons and learn tips of how to journey with God. They're actually starting um, a weekly series right now on Moses. So they're getting that information in the school and they're able to have people in their lives that they can go to, tell their worries to, and talk to about what Jesus is up to in their lives. If you're interested in this ministry, please contact Gail. The next ministry is tutoring, and that's pretty self-explanatory, but we have um, individuals here at the church that are going over to Pittman, and they are tutoring kids once a week. Um, This ministry has grown very much over the last several years, and we actually have a video from Principal Laura to see what this ministry is doing. It may have been my first year at Pittman that Jim Mason came by Mm -hmm. just kind of on a whim. We just sat down and had a pretty informal conversation and he asked what Schweitzer could do to support Pittman. And at that time I threw out several ideas. Um, We've had a need for tutors and tutoring. We have lots of kids that struggle academically and I knew that there were several retired teachers that attended here. Mm -hmm. And so I just said that would be an awesome way to help kids is if we could get a group of people, especially the retired teachers, Mm -hmm. to tutor kids that just need that extra support. And that's how it started. Nice. So uh, first year to now, what did you start with? What's it grown to? Gosh, I think we started with seven or eight tutors and now we have 17. What? We have 17 tutors. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, we're able to help more kids than we've ever been able to help. Yeah. And they love it. Some of our tutors have been able to stay with the same kid year after Mm -hmm. year. Um, which, you know, they build that bond and that relationship and it's another, it's just another caring adult that's helping them to achieve and reach their goals and it's awesome. That is, that is super cool. Yeah. Or if you are interested in being a part of our tutoring program here, please contact Molly Edwards. The next one is Sense of Pride. And if you have never been to the Sense of Pride store at Pittman, you are missing out because it is a pretty cool place to be. This store, I tell you, there anything that you could ever think of is in this little store that they have. This store is for students at Pittman, and they are able to earn kind of Pittman dollars for being there on time, having well good behavior. And they actually keep a checkbook, and they keep track of all their money that they've earned and money that they've spent. So it's, we're teaching them at an early age with this how to be good stewards of money. And they are able to go through this store, And they have 325 students go through in one day at this store. But they're able to go through this store and spend their money on things that they may want, need, or desire. And they're also able to save up money to buy some of those big ticket items that they may really want. Um, There are clothes in this store, school supplies, toys. There's items to purchase for their mom or dad, maybe on their birthday. But this is a wonderful ministry that we have here. A couple of ways that you can help out with that. They're always needing help when the store is open. They are also always needing items to put in this store. So if you are wanting to donate items, if you have um, kids' clothes, or if you have uh, toys that are lightly used that you want to donate, we would love for you to do that. And you can contact Laura Brandt about that. These kids, in a school year, we have 
2,925 students that go through this store. So that's a lot of items that we have to have to fill the store. But please contact Laura Brandt if you want to be a part of that. The next ministry is Backpacks for Kids. So we pack backpacks up for kids at Pittman. And they take them home on Friday, and they bring them back um, on Monday. So over the weekend, we're providing um, easy meals for them to be able to cook for themselves. You know, microwave macaroni and cheese and, and um, pop-top raviolis or pop-top fruit. But this is helping them to get good, nutritious meals throughout the weekend. If you would like to be a part of that ministry, um, you are able to donate those items over at the food pantry. And just let us know that they are for the backpacks for Pittman. The last ministry is East Stanford Neighborhood Garden, and that sits back here behind our campus. If you've not seen it before, I encourage you to drive by. This garden is bringing together community and produce. And so in this environment, um, they are able to rent a garden plot for $5 and contribute two hours of um, volunteer service a month. And in this garden, we are seeing people that maybe have not been exposed to God um, coming together with our neighborhood over a common goal of food. And if you want to be part of this ministry, they are needing help um, mowing this garden, keeping it mowed in between the plots, and weed eating, picking up rocks, and picking up trash. If that's something that you're interested in and you love being outside and getting your hands dirty, I um, urge you to contact Colette Freeman to find out more about that ministry. So 14 ministries is a lot to go through, and um, I, I know I'm talking really fast, and I'm really trying to get through all of them. But um, I want to bring you back around to um, 2 Corinthians. And we're going to look at 2 Corinthians 6, 1 and 2. And it says, As God's partners, we beg you not to accept the marvelous gift of God's kindness and then ignore it. For God says, At just the right time I heard you. On the day of salvation I helped you. Indeed, the right time is now. Today is the day of salvation. Paul is saying to us as partners with God, the time is now. What's pulling at your heartstrings in these ministries? How can you be a part of what God is doing to reconcile and restore this community? This community in Schweitzer and beyond, out into the reaches of Springfield. Me and Jason came up with this, that you can be a part of these things with your blood, sweat, and tears. And he tells me this is a band, and he played a song, and I didn't like it. I don't recommend you look for it. But um, with your blood, you can be a part of this, and, and giving of your time. We need participants in all of these ministries to be able to do this work. You can be a part of this with your sweat, with your hard-earned money, we need financial resources to be able to run these ministries. You can be a part of this with your tears and your prayers. We would ask you to keep these ministries in your prayers. Pray for them with expecting hearts that God is going to be transforming the lives that these ministries reach. And as you're praying for these, I ask you to look into your heart too and what 
what's pulling at your heartstrings in these ministries? We want you and invite you to be a part of this. Thank you.